And here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening together again. Woohoo, two days in a row. I guess, yeah. This is, uh, makes all the difference. So I'm back. Uh, we've discussed this before, but just a reminder I'm back full time here starting Monday. Oh, okay. Here in the office. I yeah. am here probably two days a week starting in a couple weeks. Okay. These are things I know everyone's very invested in and cares about. Well, you know, I was having an off-air discussion about the discussion we had yesterday on the show uh-huh. about, you know, coming back and things like that. And I guess I didn't realize that that how much of an age divide it is. <laughs> Who are you talking with? Uh, Matt Ryan. Oh, an older person. Uh, yeah. Does that mean he loves The Office? Yes. Well, his, his basic take on it was... Matt Ryan is Nicole Ryan's husband for the morning mashup. These people are idiots if they think they're never coming back to the office. Like, yeah. like it's a it's a young person's delusional dream. Like it seems all nice and stuff, but when you're at, when reality hits, everyone's got to come play ball. That's that, that's a that fucking was, old man take. I I mean I guess, but that's I mean his version is well, yours is a is is a young naive take. I, I can't I can't do this for no, the millionth time with you. I don't want to do it. But again. but just right. the one thing I would like to say is again. Everything, it's just older people being like, I want it the way I'm used to, which is not how society works. Also, I find that the people who want to go back in the office perhaps are the same people who don't want to share apartments with their entire family all day. Fair. It's a lot. Fair. So Fair. I think that that factors in as well. The time will tell. We'll figure out in time. Uh, we did go out in New York City last night. It was the first time we'd been out like that in a while. Yeah. It was the first time where, now, it's strange, because without the mask mandates in New York City, it almost feels fine. So it's it's really strange that when you get on the subway, or when you go into an office, or you go into a, like a deli or something, or a grocery store, you have your mask on, but then you walk next door to the bar where not a single person does. Exactly. It is odd. Yeah. So wait, you still have to wear them in, in like... In... I think all the mandates are gone. I don't think you have to, but I think a lot of people still are. Yeah, I still, like, I, I took a lot of Ubers yesterday in cabs. I wore them in Ubers and cabs. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I don't think you have to wear them in cabs, which is kind of not, I don't want to say funny, but it's like, in Uber, they'll drop your rating if you don't wear the mask, right? Probably. A cab driver has no recourse if he wants somebody to wear a mask. Although, I've definitely been in an Uber where I think the guy dropped my rating because I was wearing a mask. Oh, it was one of those red was, state Ubers. Yeah, well, he was one of those where, like, I'm vaccinated, you don't need a mask and I'm like I'm comfortable with it I'm fine yeah and he, I, th- I think he was very offended oh well like, fuck him yeah so uh New York City uh, it's back baby yeah is it it was fine like we went to see a band we 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 hung out I did notice and this is I said this to Ryan last night this is not on-air shtick or something where I'm just like oh, I love the suburbs yeah. I really don't belong here anymore what, and it's sad what was it that like that you that made you notice yesterday there are fucking people everywhere, and there's not not enough green space, and there's not enough chill. There, there's like I went back up to the Upper East Side to get a haircut. Right. Now, I lived in the Upper East Side from 2010, like basically for a decade. Yeah. I lived in the Upper East Side, and while that is still my favorite area of Manhattan, yeah. I was like, I it's bizarre. Like I don't know how I'm going to explain to my daughter one day. Like, yeah, mom and dad lived here. We we lived here. That we just walked on the sidewalks with all these fucking people all the time. You think that's so bizarre? I think it's so bizarre comp- compared to where we live so now. So when Simone turns 18 and she's like, Dad, Columbia, I'm in. Sure. Are you going to be like, oh God, it's awful there. Don't well, do it. I wouldn't. I don't think. I do not think the city is a good environment for teens and, and, and college-age kids. I think you should go somewhere with like a real campus. Columbia has a real campus. Yeah, but it's NYU not, doesn't, but Columbia does. I, I just, I don't think... Pace doesn't. I wouldn't Fordham be excited doesn't. about a Manhattan experience for college for her. If she wanted to move here after college, sure. Mm-hmm. I think you can get into a lot of fucking trouble, trouble here. Trouble in college here, probably. Yeah, and yeah. it's much in the same way, like, you ever meet a New York teen? Like, my wife grew up in Manhattan, yeah. and she's on the, I would say, the normal end of right. things. Otherwise, it's always like, yeah, we'd sneak down into Charlie Chew's at... At, uh, fucking when we were fourteen, we that was you could do cocaine in the bathroom there and no one cared. We we saw a lot of bands there. It's just like oh god, so this a, is not the existence I want. All the people I knew that grew up in New York City about half had that experience. The other half were so safe that it wasn't even funny. 
Yeah, but you know what's like it's just, Sarah would have been on I know Sarah would have been on the party side probably. She wasn't though. That okay. was the thing. She would just go to concerts by herself like a fucking nerd. That's fair. I I uh it was just so it wasn't one thing that made me feel I will say this. I stayed at a Hampton Inn. Okay. Last night and Hampton, the most mediocre of hotels. It is, but sometimes they're okay. Like, yeah, like no, a that's they're in, okay. That's the description of me. They are okay. Let me tell you this. A Hampton Inn in Nashville is totally different than a Hampton Inn two blocks away from Times Square. I'm, I am I want to guess which Nashville is going to be nicer. Way nicer. Yeah. A Hampton Inn, and that's where like a Hampton Inn that is a freestanding Hampton Inn, those can be pretty nice. A lot of the time. When when my family and friends from uh, T Vegas go to NASCAR races in Richmond, they all stay at the Hampton Inn. It's like the, the Titusville encampment at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> I, I but so what I realized was I as I was in this Hampton Inn in Manhattan in in, in you know near Times Square, the, the the thought I had upon arriving there was it was a pretty good rate and I didn't wanna spend a ton of money. So I was like, all right, I'll book it here. And then I got there. I was like, what am I doing here? Like, it was just, it felt like, I don't know why, but it was the mid, I got there around 11 p.m. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get fucking stabbed. I don't know why I thought that. And then I just didn't know if it was. Are you behind Port Authority? No, no, no. I'm I'm on 51st and 8th. It was oh, fine. Yeah, you're but fine. But the thing is, I don't know if that was the suburbs in me being like, I don't feel right here anymore. Yeah, that was the suburbs. I think in it you. was, yeah. and I just it just the streets are dirty, and the thing is, they're clean by by New York standards, but it's just dirty and shitty, and I don't want to be near people, and that's why I just can't do it anymore. You see, everything that you're saying is the reason why when I came back yesterday, like when I popped out of the subway for the first time, and the sun was up, and I'm there were, back. I'm back. back like in I. So back, like everything that you hate, I needed. I like I was sitting out there by myself on the lake for two years. I hardly saw anybody all day. I needed to see strangers. I needed people around me. <sighs> Whereas you say there's no chill. Like I'm so much more chill in New York than I am at the lake. Interesting. Because I, I feel like people are watching me at the lake. Whereas here, no one gives a shit what I'm doing. I don't know. I just I. You I, have to be super weird to get attention here. It's true, but there's just so much, so many things that I'd forgotten about. Like this sounds terrible, but like when people, when like panhandlers or homeless people approach you, I was like, I forgot how to like totally ignore this. Yes. That's I. I was like, sure, sure. Like I was just handing money out, like it was like I had millions of dollars. I almost stepped into a situation right before I came here that it was it was so comical when I was watching it that there was two tourists and there it was a husband and a wife and look like from somewhere midwesty small town they looking to get it they looking to have a new york experience no they were Samson. trying to get on the subway okay and they were figuring out how to use the this the, the card machine yeah. right the vending machine and a homeless guy came up to help them and he was being genuinely helpful like he was but they were so scared that this homeless guy came up and was trying to talk to them they like ran away and oh. i'm like no 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 he's actually like he's really trying to help you you should let him Oh, see, that's the thing. And and that's also why it's weird to even be like, oh, I forgot how to more or less ignore people. But that's how it, it that's it's it's like that Louis C.K. joke where he's walking around with his kids. And he's like, does that mean? Oh, ignore, ignore. Does that man need our help? Oh, yes, desperately. Yes. But uh, no, it's and that's sadly what it's like. I, I do when I come back from the lake and come into the city, I start saying hello and waving to everybody. It's It's really true. Because you do that in a small town. You say hello to somebody, whether you know them or not, or if you walk by them, you wave to them. Yeah, you don't do that here. You don't That's do that true. here. And I come to the city and I'll start like nodding my head and saying hi to everyone I walk by. I'm like, not at the lake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do, do that. that. You'd be a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, staying, I, I went into a, I was, I was trying to spend only a little bit of money. And so I went into a Taco Bell last oh, night ooh. at midnight. Ooh. It, it was um, it was right across from my hotel. Ooh. I was like, that's when I was going to be like, I'm going to get stabbed. Because here's what was interesting about this Taco Bell. It must be like a hub Taco Bell for all the Grubhub deliveries in the city. Oh, so there was a line of... There was like 20 Grubhub delivery dudes. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a dude in the corner, and actually not even in the corner, like standing... um, You know how lots of times you'll get at a fast food place, you'll get your drink next to like the grill, more or less? Yeah. He's just there with bags and bags of weed. Bags of weed. Dude, there were see people selling weed in, in Union Square yesterday. Just like out? In- yes. He had a table. It was like um, when you go to cookies in, in LA, like they have those little jars, yeah. the display jars, and, and he like had them out and, and just was selling in Union Square. Can you do that? No. Not, I mean, like it's legal, but I guess until you get caught, probably the penalties are a lot less these days. Huh. 
Yeah. Because I was thinking to myself, I was like, God damn, this Taco Bell, not a bad place. Pretty good setup. Good idea. Right? Fast food restaurants in Manhattan are all sketch. There's not a single one that you walk into and it's sort of like normal, I think. Yeah. I guess you're right. Every fast food restaurant. Well, this in was a Taco Bell sketch. Cantina, which okay. means that it serves alcohol. Ooh. Now, did I want to stay in that place? No, I I took it from the sad fast food restaurant back to my sad hotel, and that was my evening. What time was this? This was like midnight. And you realize you still could have gotten like because of all those seamless drivers, you probably could have gotten real tacos from a good place. Yeah, but I wanted to get to bed, and all also right. also there's something to be said about. When you're on the road, and I realized I was in Manhattan, just a cul- the culinary experience could have been just lovely, yeah. but there's something to be said about being able to get some gross shit sometimes. Fair. You know? Taco Bell is one every once in a while that I crave. I'm yeah. like, I need some like hot sauce and some, some just like terrible meat. fucking yeah. terrible stuff. I'm with you. Anyway, what else is, uh, you had a good night, so anything else that we need to recap? Well, I hope you don't mind. I invited um, I, and David on. Oh, David. From from Strange Magic. Yes, we saw Strange Magic last night. They were they were the original musical guest on This Is Happening. Yes. If I'm not right, if I'm not wrong, um, but things got screwed up for their airing. It wasn't perfect. Yeah, and we and it was it was so that was when one time we or there was a month when we were on live on Sirius XM, right? Yeah, but we were on a like we were on like channel two hundred and fucking million, and it was on a play by play channel. So literally every day we were on live. Four days a week, and what would happen is uh, we the Red Sox play by play would start. Oh, it we, was actually I thought it was a cricket game or something. No, it like was that. Red Sox, and we would either get knocked off the air on like just the XM side, or we wouldn't be on at all, and it was a disaster. Also, we had no producer, so there was no way to record the show, and we had this band on just to talk, and the interview could never be heard again because it wasn't recorded. <laughs> I don't even know what we talked about. Yeah, and it didn't air in the right place. All I remember like, is he was like making a record with Ed Kowalczyk yep, from uh, Live. Live. Yep, yeah, yep. that's all I recall. So, um, but I told him, you know, because we kind of owe him a, a, a redo. So I told him he can come back because I have a new album. And I'm like, come on. Okay, all right, I figured cool. one day you'd be down with that. Sure. Okay, good. Sure. Good. I just, I love just inviting random guests on that I, because I, that, that interview, how about that's a, that's a Ryan interview. You carry that one. Okay. Great. <laughs> Great. Uh, um. There is a dentist who uh, is apparently in trouble in Wisconsin. They say that he made millions of dollars by purposefully drilling through people's teeth until they would break and then charging them for the crown repair. I mean, it seems like a pretty good scam. Yeah. Because like, if a dentist tells... That's the thing with dentistry. If somebody tells me something's wrong in my mouth, I'm just like, or pretty much all of medicine, I'm like, oh shit, I guess we should fix that. If you say so. Exactly. So I guess... You know, when 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 if 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 somebody told me I'd bro- broken tooth, I'd be like, yeah, I gotta fix it. So that's not a bad scam as so, far as scams go. So the dentist here, yeah, uh, went from pulling in one point four million dollars and affixing four hundred and thirty four crowns in two thousand fourteen to two point five million and performing over a thousand crowns in two thousand fifteen. So we more than doubled. Like apparently, he you, saw that. Think, is do you think his his like insurance company was like what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, I wonder if it was an insurance company or a patient that that tipped it off. Huh? It probably was the insurance. But company. how do they prove it? Well, wait a minute. No, like dental insurance is sort of false. There's no real dental insurance. Oh, dental insurance sucks. It's a joke. If you have dental insurance, so my dentist said this to me one time. It's something along the lines of like. You get like $1,500 a year if you have dental insurance, which back when dental insurance started, this is the example she made to me. I don't know if this is totally true, but I'm going to repeat it to all of you like it is, okay? Basically, when that started, that was like roughly the cost of like a Ford Mustang. The problem is, the Ford Mustang has gotten to be however much it is, right? whereas your dental insurance has stayed at a $1,500 cap. Okay. And that's why dental insurance sucks so hard. I, 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 I guess. I mean, it's sort of a fraud to me. What? That you pay for something and they don't pay for anything. They pay for some stuff. Do they? Well, I actually, well, so I've been having some dental problems myself. Right. Where I got my teeth whitened. Okay. Which one, it did nothing. Uh Uh-huh. 
I, I did the so there's a couple types of uh, of whitening. There's zoom whitening, okay, which people have heard of. That's done by Philips, you know, like Philips Norelco or Philips, which is like a laser on the teeth. And you get these things when you do zoom whitening. If anyone's ever done it, they probably know what I'm talking about. They're called zingers, okay, and it's they're supposed to last for like a day or two after. They're like these. It's crazy. It's like terrible pain in your mouth. Ugh. So then there's this is other. Is it like sur- cold, like biting into cold from that? The same. Yeah, but yeah. way worse. Mm. Way worse. It's uh-uh. like a. It's like it's like a. It's. I don't even know how to describe it, but no. they're called zingers. They're really bad. Sensitivity because of the way they do the whitening. Then there's this other service called Glow Whitening, GLO, Glow Science. You can do in office. And their whole thing was you don't get. It's sensitivity free or whatever they said on their website. Let me tell you, that is a fucking lie. Okay? <laughs> so my teeth have been like fucked up. For like six or seven weeks, right? Been sensitive because I got them whitened, which, by the way, didn't even really do anything. To and them. now you just have painful teeth. Yeah, it sucks. I'm not talking me into it. So, oh no, I would not recommend glow whitening to literally anyone, um, especially based on the fact that they were like, "Yeah, I did it specifically because they're like it's sensitivity free." Okay. And then even as I was doing it, the dentist is like, "Oh, it's not," and I because like it has to be administered by a dentist. And I was like, "So why the fuck would is you this say problem? that?" And so I at least did it because I had done the zoom whitening before, yeah. and I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'll be used to that." And then this is worse. See, like I feel like in a way that 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 insurance doesn't cover dental work. That it's almost like this isn't real medicine. You're saying dentistry is yes. not, didn't you? Now, no, the way insurance companies handle it. Okay, right, like, like because we all know that because in the tournament they, of stuff coming up later, you do have dentistry, dentistry is one of your big, the best things in life. Yeah, but I feel like the way they they like they treat it, the fact that it's not covered like it is, and everything's out of pocket, that it's they treat it like a cosmetic elective. I get that. But I mean, and it's, it's not. It's also one of those things where it's just like everything else in the healthcare system. Where I got a cleaning a couple months ago, and it was like four hundred and forty dollars. Insurance paid like one hundred and sixty-eight. The X-rays they paid like forty-five out of sixty-six dollars, and then I got stuck with some bill on a cleaning, which has never happened to me. I was like, Jesus Christ, this yeah. insurance is bad. There's only two MetLife. So I have MetLife uh, dentist insurance okay. or dental insurance. That's what we both have. I yeah. would imagine. What's so funny about MetLife is like they don't even fucking bother with giving you a card so you can act like you have real insurance. You just have to give your social security number to the right. dentist. That's there's, what I'm, it's a fraud. There's no card. No. There's no nothing. It's a joke. And it's it a total sucks. fraud. But when when they do this is this is a real question when they do universal health care eventually like because I think we will get it eventually. Dentistry mm-hmm. is going to be covered, right? Sure. I like, don't know. I don't know. Canadians, Brits, is the dentist covered? I don't think we have a large Brit audience, but we do have a fair amount of Canadians. Canadians. Is, 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 I would like to know that. Yeah. That is a good question. Are dentists covered? Huh. Do you want to um, well, jump into the tournament stuff not before yet. we lose our judge? Are we going to lose our I judge? I don't know, but it's always, we might, we might want to think about going early just in case. All right, then uh, here it is. Well, I, I mean, well, hold on. I want to finish talking about this dentist. Okay, no? sorry. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, what's the penalty for this? Also, how do you even prove he's, it? Maybe he was just a shit-ass dentist that he, kept breaking people's teeth. His lawyer says he's guilty of nothing but working hard. The fuck does that mean? That he was a hard-working dentist with his patients' um, well-being in mind, and I'm... This, uh, this is me now speaking, mm-hmm. but um, and and that the only thing he's guilty of is working hard for his patients. It just so happened that this, you know, unfortunateness happened. So is he agreeing that he broke a bunch of teeth or is he saying they already had these teeth broken? Uh, the, the lawyer is saying that he did nothing inappropriate. Huh. That that like that happened and he did all those crowns, but he did nothing inappropriate. There's no, I mean, I don't know how you prove this because you can't go back and be like, yeah, the teeth, like, you, you, how do you prove it? Also, maybe he's just really bad at drilling and the motherfucker breaks so many teeth. Well, this is the end of Inventing Anna, if you don't want to spoil her. Okay. How dangerously close was she? I don't know. Right? Huh? All right. Anyway, tournament of stuff. I'll hit the sounder now. Go. This is happening. Presents the tournament of stuff. All right, today's matchups. I'm excited for this one because I feel like, as I've picked out from the beginning, my my dark horse candidate that could... By the way, our judge, our judge today is is your friend Chris Mann, right? The CEO of Woodhouse Cincinnati, Chris hi, Mann. Hi, Chris. Thank you. Hello, hello. I like, I like how we, we promised a bunch of judges to, to the listener base, and so far we've had my wife, 
and Chris Mann and everyone listening at home must be like, can I be a judge too? And the answer is, sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. DM me. I have zero skills. I, uh, and I can, I can already tell you that knowing Ryan for 30 years, he's probably going to lose. Yes, exactly. So Ryan, Ryan is 0-2 as far as the <laughs> tournament goes. Um, today's matchups, the big one. It's the tournament of stuff, by the way. Yeah, it's the tournament of stuff. We're trying to figure out the best stuff. Just the... But see, Ryan's, as we've said to everyone, Ryan's uh, contributions to this are like, they're a little too on the nose, where mine are... Uh, <laughs> mine I mean, are, I mean yeah. he, he believes in Bigfoot, so... Yeah, do you really? I believe it's possible. I'm not certain that Bigfoot exists, but I, I'm open to the possibility. Uh, I feel the same way about penis into penis pornography. Like, I would... I haven't seen it, <laughs> but you know it's out there. But it like it's. I think it could be done in the right context. All right. Uh, anyway, um, here's today's matchup. I have submitted pizza in the tournament of stuff as a wonderful thing. And Ryan, what have you submitted? X-rays. X-rays. Just a totally oh. normal thing that I know all humans are excited about. Chris, who would you like to argue their case first? Um, why don't you go first, Mark? Okay, I will. Pizza. Need I say anything more? It's the best fucking thing. It's the most delicious school lunch, right? You want to feed a group of people? You get a pizza. You ever gotten sick of pizza? Nearly impossible. It's delicious. So many toppings. I like mine with chicken, broccoli. I'll throw some sausage, pepperoni. Who doesn't love pizza? In fact, as we've often talked about on this program, I would say it's pretty hard to find a bad slice of pizza. Pizza is the most delicious thing in the world and a food that can be eaten pretty much any time of day. That is my opening argument for pizza. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with x-rays. And x-rays, listen, they're often overlooked, but they are so important to everything we do today. Medically, if you break an arm, how are you going to know it? You need an x-ray. Also, of all the things you do in medicine, probably has the coolest name. And it's not just medical. It keeps us safe. Without x-rays, we wouldn't be able to board planes, or we would, but the TSA agents would have to go through our bag every time. X-rays make boarding a plane so much faster and so much better. Not only does it help you uh, stay healthy, but it also helps you stay alive on an airplane. Honestly, the only thing you've said I agree with is that they have a cool name. Now, well, okay. X Pizza, which sounds like a pizza pornography site, would be uh, okay. But but in all seriousness, if you're naming the best things in life, the idea that in your top eight you brought up X-rays is fucking ludicrous. X-rays has moved society so much further than pizza has. What? Jerry Springer's walking behind you. Hi, Jerry. Hey, we should have got him to be a judge. We should have. Didn't he have like a judge show at one point? Yes, I think right now. Could have been like, hey, man, what do you think? He would have been like, anyway, uh, X Pizza. Pizza is delicious. When's the last time you said, I don't want pizza? Uh, but you've definitely doesn't had doesn't that. Ex- often. Exactly. I mean, if you're on a diet, maybe. If you're on a diet. Yes. It was an LAX was the last time. Okay. Now, see, and oddly enough, you were able to get an x-ray then. <laughs> yes, I could. Right. I didn't want the pizza, but I did want the x-ray. Okay. But hear me out on this. At what the idea that it's in your top eight of all the things in the world? Okay, is this is, no, no, no. You've got to stop shitting on mine, and you have to defend your own. Okay, you see, this is my the problem. Argument, is Mark- my argument is pizza. It's fucking delicious. End of argument. And my argument is, without X-rays, we'd all blow up on an airplane. That's that's what? No. That's not. That's also uh, I mean, there not is even some tr- merit to that. Okay, yeah, but how how many people how many people that really want to explode a plane have have X rays cost? Because I'm gonna have X rays found. Because I'm gonna tell you what, I don't think it's that many. And if you said that I had to risk getting blown up on a plane or never eat pizza again, I would be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna risk the plane thing. I can't get rid of pizza. I do know somebody who got arrested for trying to carry a firearm onto a plane because of X rays. So that motherfucker should hate X rays. <laughs> All right. Questions from the judge. Uh, am I uh, judging this based on solely your arguments that you presented, or am I uh, able to interject my own thoughts and opinions? You on can this? interject your own thoughts and opinions. Should they, you know, need? To, should they lead to questions or whatever? But yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, Who cares? Okay. Well, this I mean, like, to like, one, like one factor that you forgot to bring up, Mark, is that you can eat pizza cold. And I would say that that is a, a distinctive advantage of pizza over several other food groups. I also appreciated Ryan's argument where he said, how would you know if you broke your arm? And I think you would know. 
I think you'd be like, my arm feels pretty goddamn it's broken. Sideways. Yes. They the bone is sticking through my skin. But how would they know if they put it back in place? Okay. Well, yeah. uh huh. I mean, he, he has valid. Both of you have very valid points, and I uh, I appreciate your arguments. And actually, this is it's a rather difficult decision. I think I I think I know where I'm the direction I'm leaning. Um. Is this the do, do I do I need to make my judgment now, I or would you two I, like to make closing argument? Ryan, would you like to make a closing argument for X-rays? Yeah, I can make a closing argument for X-ray. I know it's not sexy. I know it's not something that we use every day. But without X-rays, we would be in a much, much, much worse place. Without pizza, there would be less heart attacks. All right. Final arguments for pizza. You have a son, right, Chris? I do. He yeah. ever just. Not tell you he's going to have a bunch of friends over, and then he has a bunch of friends over. Does that ever yeah, happen? Yeah, of course. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, damn, you got to feed all those kids, don't you? Well, let me yeah. tell you, order some motherfucking pizza. That That's what is we do. Exactly. And that is delicious. And you know what? Maybe you grab a few slices for yourself, too, because, I mean, Jesus, it's pizza. It's the best thing in the world. It's a thing, yeah. it's, a, it's a delicacy that transcends location. You can get, you can customize it in many different ways. Everyone loves it. You can have it it. for dessert also. You can. Breakfast pizza, dessert pizza, all types Uh of pizzas. And that is really where it stands. If you're going to bring up Chris's son, x-rays was the worst thing you could have brought it up. Because how many times (laughs) has Jake broken something? He is a professional at breaking bones. Okay, but what I'm saying is, Chris, here's what I want you to think of as you make your decision. And I will will adhere to whatever you decide. But imagine a world where you cannot get another x-ray. Now imagine a world where you can never have another slice of pizza. Which yeah. one do you want to live in? I am a large mammal, too, and I do enjoy pizza. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. So here's my thought process. If you guys uh, just just bear with me here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, give it, give it to us. All this. So I do love pizza. It's probably my favorite food. Um, you, it, it is, you, everything you said is valid, 100%. And some of my best memories involve pizza. Um, that said, oh, no. x-rays, I believe, are also critical, not just for broken bones, but like there's a lot of stuff you can do with x-rays. Not, you know, Ryan touched on a few, but just even like, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a doctor, but like your innards, like they could, you know, x-ray your stomach and your pancreas and other organs to that s- aren't just, just orthopedic. To, to see your colon clogged from all the pizza. Correct. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different things you can do. I would say that x-rays have saved an inordinate amount of lives. Not just stuff blowing up on airplanes, but medically. Mm-hmm. And I can't say the same about pizza. So then I say to myself, what's more important, the human life or pizza? I mean, pizza. It's obviously pizza. We're talking about the toilet of stuff. Oh, the best stuff. Decision. It's a tough decision, but I got to give the nod to Ryan on this oh, one. Oh, Jesus Christ! X-rays! X-rays is the winner. I thought pizza, pizza was going to win the, the whole first fucking round. tournament. Oh, my God. Uh, X-rays. Uh, yeah. I mean, think about a world without X-rays. Okay. Fucking, I, I'm fine with that. I don't think... You could eat hamburgers. I think hamburgers are also very good. Under, I think yeah. everyone's underestimating how much I love pizza. Yeah. I think you're overestimating how much everybody else loves okay. pizza. Okay, well, let's no, go... I mean, I love... Ryan, you know me. I love pizza. Yeah. I, lo- I come to New York literally to eat pizza. Like so You go to every Ray's. I do. I'm a, I'm a professional uh, Ray's connoisseur. What? Real ones and the fake ones. But, I mean... I just think about my own kid, and, and just in normal, just in normal life, I mean, all, all the X-rays. all the things that X-rays can help fix and help prevent. Yes. Okay, all right. X-rays is I the winner. X-rays. And I, well, I'm never get, getting invited back. Well, you I, have another. You have another matchup to join to, to, to judge. Oh, I do. There's yeah. there's oh, a second the second matchup of today. Wow, I'm gonna have to start charging you for my time. All right, right. let's do it. Okay, in our second matchup. <laughs> Ryan. Yes. Ryan submitted dentistry. Dentistry. <laughs> How ironic. Okay. <laughs> I submitted the first day of summer vacation. Okay. Now, uh, so Chris, what you missed is earlier in the show today, we were talking about a dentist in Wisconsin who billed over two and a half million dollars after he was drilling through people's teeth on purpose to break them so he could crown them and charge them. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay. minus that guy, 
Um, you couldn't eat pizza. You couldn't eat cheese. You couldn't eat any of the other things uh, that you've had in a tournament of stuff without your teeth. It would be very hard. Okay, so- I'm going. I'm going to stop you, and I'm going to already give Mark the win on this. Oh God uh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> because you cannot, Ryan. You you of all people, the the person I know who is most terrified to go to the dentist <laughs> in life, and who spent maybe the longest time of anyone I've ever met not going to a dentist. How can you possibly even pretend to argue that dentistry is important? Do as I say, don't do as I do. Okay, yes. It, 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 I would love to hear your arguments just for the sake of entertainment, but, I, I mean, you're going to have a hard time convincing me that, that – I mean, and maybe it's just because it's you, Ryan. I don't know. No, Go maybe ahead. I should just take the loss on – on because I won x-rays, so maybe I should just like – I mean, you could argue dentistry if you want. I feel like I got a pretty solid argument for the first day of summer. I mean, the first day of summer is fucking great. Yes, it's like, I mean, like everyone loves the first day of summer. You remember as a kid, like that's what I mean, I'm I could argue about. the first day of summer for you, Mark. Yeah, it was all in front of you. Maybe this is the year. Maybe this is when it happens, where my friends and I we really get it together and we go. We become the cool kids. If you love the first day of summer so much, when is it? I'm not saying the specific. Look, day. I'm talking about it's June 21st. Day. I'm talking about <laughs> that first that when you. Wa- I'm talking about when you're I like know. 12 and you wake yeah. up and it's like the yeah. first day where it's like, oh shit, I don't have to go anywhere right now. I'm gonna go have cereal downstairs. It's 10 a.m. Maybe I'll play some wiffle ball. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'll ride bikes. What's better it's than like that? Greatest. It's like the greatest uh, relief of stress yeah. that anyone can have ever. Like, and you'll never have that again as an adult. Yeah, remember riding bikes? Oh, I do. What did you? What kind of bike did you have? Wait, what? What kind? Chris, what kind of bike did you have? I had a mountain bike. Ooh, you were fancy when you were like twelve. You had a mountain bike. Uh, let's see, twelve. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking now? Is a mountain bike like like a specific mountain bike? Or are we talking just a bike with gears? No, I had a mountain bike. Like, uh, you know, it didn't have like shock absorbers and stuff because I don't think that was invented then. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, my buddies and I would go mountain biking. I had a bike with gears at one point. It was made by Pacific. I had a I had a Huffy BMX. I had a Huffy I, earlier. I in can my tell life. you. I, in fact, I can tell you what bike I have because I still have it. It's a <laughs> giant ATX seven sixty, and it weighs about two hundred pounds. It's hanging in my garage. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. So are we? Are we? Are we giving me the win? Uh yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Sorry, decision. Ryan. That's okay. I understand. Uh, all Split right. Decision. Okay. So I'm three and one, baby. The first day of summer. Now, X-rays versus the first day of summer is going to be an interesting matchup. I and, think. And still, X-rays. X-rays is going to be hard to beat. That's like to me. It's like, dude. That's, the that's other a, thing Ryan has in this tournament. The other thing he has in this tournament is thumbs. That's not even an invention <laughs> of anything. Well, yeah, but it does make humans humans. Oh, See? My God. I know he'd agree. I with can't me. believe this. Well, Chris, man, thank you very much for, for judging the tournament Wait, can, today. Can I just ask you a quick sure. question? What did you, Thumbs lose against? Because you said Ryan was over 2 before this. Oh, no, Thumbs, sorry, they were in a play-in matchup. He has won a play-in matchup. Yeah. Okay. Th- right, thumbs right. Thumbs defeated. Your team winning a championship. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, again, I feel like Ryan has submitted things that are not in the spirit of this. Hmm. Yeah. How are you going to do the elephant walk without a, without without Thumbs? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Do you know what the elephant walk is? I, I, I do. I've never done one. <laughs> Have you ever done an elephant walk? No, no, no. But um, uh, my son is uh, pledging a fraternity, and there's a legend of, of the elephant walk, but he refuses to do it. He says he'll quit. Yeah, so, dude, that, that's, I was just going to say, Smart the kid. elephant walk is only talked about in, there's there's a couple stories that you only hear about fraternities and sororities around pledge time. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it before, okay. before he told me, and I lost my shit. He told us at the dining room table, I am in front of like our neighbors and stuff. I was, I, I was, I lost my shit. I'm like, that is the funniest thing I've ever dude, heard. All right. So yes, there's the elephant walk. And then another one I've always heard on the sorority side is they make you strip down to your underwear and then they have a fraternity come in and circle all all the imperfections on you. Oh. And I was like, no oh. one is doing this shit. That's terrible. Can you imagine? Oh, oh my God. They, again, maybe this happened at some horrible place. Yeah, but once. But, the, but they don't, they talk about it like, that's going to happen. We're going to do like it. Every insecurity yeah. that you ever have had is just pointed. Oh my God. And that's- why do people want to do this? I don't know. What's appealing about it? If you grab your friend's cock, your brother's forever. It's true. <laughs> That's a fact. I mean, I, I, Ryan and I have both seen each other's penises. It's true. So, um, what? Yeah. yeah, it's true. Why? Uh, yeah. 
Why? Um, well, it was a thing back in the day. Like, <laughs> show your yeah, penis. yeah. The way you said really, that doesn't sound very good. You really want to hear the story? I mean, I so, guess it just you guys. Why were you showing each other your penises? Well, it wasn't. No, 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 no. It was like one day we went on a trip into the woods. We were both dressed no, as no, cowboys. No, we, were going, we were going to London for spring break in college, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, a flash went off. And Ryan took a picture of me in the, in the dark, and it was, like, the worst, most unflattering picture ever. Like, my fat was hanging over. Like, it was just terrible. Yeah. And he showed the picture at my wedding, I'll have you know. But anyway, so <laughs> then I needed to have collateral of my own. So I, I started, uh, like, just sticking my hand in the bathroom and taking a picture of him. And I got a picture of him, like, naked in the shower, which I didn't see him naked in the shower, but, you know. The, the picture Polaroid exists. showed it. Right. Yeah. And then, like, this just went back and forth a few times, and okay. uh, it, got, it got to the point where we each had enough to destroy each other's lives, and then... This is, uh, you know, we were India and Pakistan and gave up. This is, uh, correct, yeah. correct, yeah. We, are, we, are, uh, we have a DMZ right now, yes. and we are um, firmly uh, in, in truth. It's kind of funny, status. because on my walk to the studio today, I, I wondered what would... I, this is 100% true. I wondered what would ever make me be like... That sounds kind of gay on the air. And, <laughs> you think um, that passed? I think that right. did it. Yeah. I think the whole we, because here's what's funny about this, and, and you're saying it was a Polaroid because I know this was before camera phones. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This started in like 90. Did somebody have to develop these photos of your cocks? Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There was that. Yep. And Ryan looks great in a candied bikini. I'd just like to like Thank you. Know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Cool. Chris, before you go, would you like to say anything about your uh, wonderful businesses in Cincinnati? I feel like that's self-serving. Thanks for uh, being a judge in the Tournament of Stuff. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. All right, I'll talk to you later. But when you talk to him later, will it be light out? Will it be dark out? What's going on? I saw you post on your Instagram. You're very excited about uh, daylight savings or something. What, what's going so on? So apparently, uh, a couple days ago on Tuesday, the Senate, by unanimous consent, passed the Daylight Protection Act, which would permanently leave us on daylight savings time. Why do we have to give everyone a, everything a stupid fucking name? I know it is a pretty stupid name. The Daylight Protection, protection Act. We're protecting daylight. We're protecting daylight. That's so stupid. Uh, it's not protecting daylight because the same amount of daylight happens no matter what. It's just what time we call that daylight. Uh-huh. Now, I see a lot of people mostly excited about this. This is this is incredible. Why? Like, it's an old-timey thing that was done for farmers when we didn't have the artificial light that we... Uh, uh, yes, I've heard your thoughts on artificial light this yes, week. Yes, So it, it's it's just, it's not necessary. The only argument that I've ever heard against it, because I've talked about this on the air for years. I'm like, let's stay on daylight savings time and call it a day. And um, no more falling back. And, and one woman called, I remember, and she's the only one that ever made an argument to me. And she's like, it will be completely dark when my kids go to school. Yeah, that's really the only argument. That's really the only argument. But... All right, that is a pretty good argument. It's not a great argument. Well, isn't the whole thing that they did this back in like '72 or something, and like a bunch of kids died pretty quickly because they really? were really? Yes, the company has tried this. I mean, the, the the country, which might as well be the company, has tried this before. <laughs> okay, and and it it was. I think it lasted for two years, and they were like, ah, it's not great. I it's it's like school time is immovable. Yeah, but. Okay, <laughs> it's like if that's a problem, move the goddamn school time. If that's a the rest of the world has to follow what the children do. Yes. No, the re- children follow what the adults do. So what are you saying? Schools should then start at nine thirty or something? Yeah, I mean, like if you're that concerned that it's going to be dark when you go to school, then shift the school time instead of doing eight to two, do nine to three I, or something like that. Okay, just so you know, because I don't know if you're fully aware of this. Yeah. I read an article today that in New York City, on certain days, the sun is not going to rise until like 8.20 in the morning That's now. That's fine. That doesn't strike you as odd. I would much rather have that time in the evening. I just love how all all these seasonal, uh, uh, is it seasonal affective disorder? What's it called? Yeah. All these people are like, oh God, it gets, I don't like, if I can't stand leaving work when oh. it's dark out, shut the fuck up. No, I don't think that that, I mean, like, I've never well, heard anybody. It's 4.30 and it's dark. Oh, thank God we're finally able to come out of it. With the, dude, did you realize what Instagram was like the other day? People were fucking coming just because it was light out longer. Dude, it is the, it's, I don't understand why you wouldn't want it later in the day why you wouldn't want that day late 
in your afternoon rather than in the morning. Now, there are studies that have shown that when we jump ahead or fall, what I think, skip, I think when we spring ahead, that's when the issue is because people are overtired when they're it, like, because they lose the hour. Yeah, yeah. There's like problems happening. Yeah. Okay. So that's bad. But I think I like when we change it up. I think it's like a fun thing. Oh, like, all no. right. No? No, oh, dude. Everything about it. Like this, to me, the spring forward doesn't affect me all at all, and it never has. The fall back fucks with me so bad for weeks, for weeks after that. The fall back is the better one. No, the fall back is the one that, that hurts me the most. I don't know what it is about it. I, it, it just, I am I am perpetually, ti- perpetually tired for weeks after the fall Let back. me tell you something. Let me tell you something, because I know we had an off-air conversation last night about children and the effects on your life. Let me tell you when the fallback stops being fun, when you have a baby. When you don't have a baby, though, and you do the fallback, it's like, oh, shit, I'm going to just keep sleeping for another yeah, hour. They're, now, on, they're on real circadian schedules. They don't care about what we say time it is. Yeah, no. that Yeah, when you have a baby, they're just like, all right, we're going to get up the normal time. It's like, oh, shit, you were getting up at 6.45 yesterday. Now we're up at 5.45. This blows. Yep. But other than that, I think it's nice. The spring ahead, I like how you just go from, oh, God, it's... It's dark now, but the next day it's nice out. I like that. Yeah, but it, we'll never have to worry about it again. You just, you just, you, in the winter, it'll get dark at 5.30 instead of 4.30, and, and it'll be, you'll have more daylight. That, that, I, I do, it's because honestly, it's dark when you go to, to work anyway. So I found this article that was the one I found yesterday. There's also like a similar one in USA Today, but this is the one I pulled up from the Washington, the Washington, the Washingtonian. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is that a real? Yeah, it's a it's a real publication. We can trust it. I think so. Okay, uh, the headline is: The U.S. tried permanent daylight savings time in the 70s. People hated it. Really? Yes. The sun rose at 8:27 a.m. on January 7th, 1974. That 8:27 a.m. You like. That is late. That's like when I was in Iceland and it was like 10 a.m. and there was no, it was dark out. But what do, what, what, what do you need the light for in the morning? Children in the Washington area had left for school in the dark that morning thanks to a new national experiment during a wrenching energy crisis. Most of the U.S. went to year-round daylight savings time but beginning on January 6th. It was jet black outside when her daughter was supposed to leave for school, Florence Bauer of Springfield told the Washington Post. Some of the children took flashlights with them. Okay, so move the school time. It's not that hard to change what fucking time the kids go to school. Okay, so you're going to change what time the parents go to work? You're going to change what time businesses open? You're going to change how society functions? I mean, like, the, the parents can go to work, but the school times are ridiculous anyway, and they've always been ridiculous. They, they have to be that so the parents can get the fucking kids ready right. and then get to work by yeah, 9 a.m. If everyone works a 9 to 5. Otherwise, they're just making... Oh, I'm sorry, mister. Go to the goddamn office. Well, I'm sure they do, in your mind. There's also tons of studies about how early school start times are really bad for kids. For, yeah, as there's they get tons older. Of, there's tons of studies that says that those early school start times are bad for kids. Uh, another thing, and I want to go back to this article in a second, but another thing about this daylight savings time, which I truthfully don't care one way or another, one way or another I'm inclined to not want to do it just because I don't like change, and I like the two changes per Listen, year. I don't want changes. I want the change to continue. Yes. Yes. I don't like changing. Keep changing. I hear what I said, but it feels like this is what Congress is focusing on. Fuck you. And it seems so reactionary. It like it happened on the Sunday, and then two days later they were like, guys, you all were bitching on Twitter. Look what we did. I mean, like, listen, Fuck at this point, you. I'll take anything that Fix everybody the agrees Ukraine. on. Fix Ukraine. Yeah, that's not our country. Apparently, you can't. I learned that you shouldn't say the Ukraine. You oh. should say Ukraine. Okay. So. Because um, the Ukraine has to do with like USSR and stuff, okay. and you should say Ukraine because it is a country. Yeah, that makes sense. So fix Ukraine. But Help that's there. Not, yeah, but we can fix our own stuff too. They can they can walk gum and chew time. They can't. I can't speak. Did you meet? I thought you meant to do that. <laughs> no, but that actually kind of uh, came out okay. Congress had voted on December 14th, 1973 to put the U.S. on daylight savings time for two years. President Nixon signed the bill the next day, which again, that just seems extremely fast. Like they were going to be like, yo, we're going to change the way we do time. And they're like, okay. Like just, what the fuck? Yeah, but it, it, there's no consequences to it. I think we're about to learn there were consequences. <laughs> no, but there really aren't. It's just, it's just... It's just what time it's dark. The U.S. had also gone to permanent daylight saving time during World War II. 
I don't understand the the like it, it, kids are walking to school in the dark or they're walking home from basketball practice in the dark. It's one of the two. One of the directions is going to be dark. I don't think so because what time are they coming home from basketball practice? Kids are probably home by 4:30. Yeah, it's dark. But, but like at 4:30. No, when I had basketball uh, practice it was in the evening. I don't know how it goes these days. Yeah, I don't know well, how it depends hypothetical on basketball. No, practice but you works. get what I'm saying is that is that is that yeah, you you keep it and then it, they might go to school when it's dark. But if you keep it the way it is, you're walking home from after school activities Yo, in the dark. Check this out. Permanent daylight savings time wasn't even close to the wackiest idea floating about. Paul Mullinax, a geographer who worked at the Pentagon, came up with the idea of putting the continental U.S. on a single time zone. Oh. USA time would apply from Bangar to Barstow, eliminate <laughs> jet lag, and standardize TV schedules. His idea even got traction in Congress from a U.S. representative from Hawaii. The human being is a very adaptive animal, he said. There is no reason we have to be a slave to the sun. Oh, my God. I people... That sounds like a line from Mad Max. So, wait. Hold on. How would this work? It would be dark if we would all be on the same time zone, right? Because mm-hmm. it works out pretty well. Like, the sun sets... You know, pretty universally, or about the same time in whatever time zone you're in. Yeah. Right? There's a few differences. So I guess in California, it would just be dark most of the day. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like. Like, like they would get screwed. No, that seems terrible. Also, apologize to Maine in California. Why? You said their town's wrong. Bangor? Bangor to Barstow. Whatever. Uh, Okay, so here's where this Washington Washingtonian piece says. Is that what it is? Washingtonian? Washingtonian. Washingtonian. The early morning darkness quickly proved dangerous for children. A six-year-old Alexandria girl was struck by a car in her way to Polk Elementary School on January 7th. The accident broke her leg. Honestly, that seems like the best possible outcome. Yeah. Two Prince George's count, uh, County students were hurt in February. In the weeks after the change, eight Florida kids were killed in traffic accidents. Florida's governor, Ruben Askew, asked Congress to repeal the measure. It's time to recognize that we may well have made a mistake, U.S. Senator Dick Clark of Iowa said during the speech in Dick Congress. Dick Clark was a senator? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, he realized that the only time he knew was actually counting down from 10. Uh, January 28th, 1970, on, on January 28th, 1974, in the Washington area, some schools delayed their start times until the sun caught up with the oh, clock. Oh, hey, imagine that. The factual picture was a bit more complicated. The National Safety Council reported in February the pre-sunrise fatalities had risen to 20 from 18 the year before. Wait, so that's hold not on. Really that is a negligible difference. Unless you're those two people. <laughs> yeah, but, but that, 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 that's, that's the same. In July, an assistant administrator designated for the Federal Energy Administration wrote a letter to the Post that noted a 1% energy saving achieved by going... I, yeah, I don't think it would. I don't think it would save a ton of energy. Like, and I don't. Accidents had fallen in the afternoon. See, I don't know the country, but but they only it only lasted till August. The Watergate scandal caused the Nixon administration to crumble. The country was ready to move on from its clock experiments. While seventy nine percent of Americans approved of the change in December nineteen seventy three, approval had dropped to forty two percent three months later. I've read all the president's men like three times, and I have never heard any mention of this. This is crazy. Those guys fucked it they up. They didn't even last a year. It sounds like. Yeah, but it, that sounded. I don't know. Listen, anything the boomers did, I, it was a good idea, and boomers are like, "Whoa, slow the fuck down." This is a good idea. We have to stop immediately no. and keep fucking things up. It seems like they didn't like it. They yeah, didn't because even make boomers it to don't the like any, time change. They they can't do anything right. The boomer generation fucked up literally everything they did. Literally wow. everything they did. Wow, that is a strong. You name me a more destructive generation in the history of Earth. Uh, I don't know. People who had slaves. They didn't destroy Earth. <laughs> oh my God. They were assholes. The headline, the headline will be like. They were Ryan. assholes and bad people, but they did not destroy Earth. The boomers destroyed Earth in one fucking generation. So. I, basically, you're saying now that you're okay. The sun is going to rise at eight thirty and set at five thirty, and you're happy because you get nighttime hours. Yep. Those morning hours are useless to me. That's when you nothing, work. No, you host a morning show. Nothing good happens in the. Nothing fun happens in the morning. The morning mashup. The morning is based mashup upon fun. Yes, I know, but you know what I'm saying. I want that to be the new promo for your <laughs> the show. The morning mashup is based on fun. No, no, I want you to be like, no, listen to the morning mashup, and then it's you going, nothing good happens in the morning. <laughs> no, there's nothing fun in the morning, ever. 
There's no good activity. And like like the most fun activity you might get in an early morning is a cancer walk. <laughs> okay, but Ryan, first of all, the, I didn't realize that we were making it light out for fun. We're only basing this on fun activities. No, I'm just saying those 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 morning hours are useless. They're, I just, they're, I'm not worried about them. I don't understand. I think it's because you go to work so early anyway. But when you're complaining like, oh, I don't want to leave mm-hmm. work in the dark, people also don't want to go to work in the dark. I don't want to go home. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's. I think it'll be better. The 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 jumping ahead and falling back is ridiculous. Why don't we split the difference? You know, we could do that. We could do that. So basically, you would say we'd pick a day where we change the clocks by a half hour yep. and then just never did it again. Yep. There's no reason why we couldn't split the difference and say, "Hey, everybody, we're taking a half an hour off starting tomorrow." I like that idea. No reason. Why don't we do that? Because because boomers are fucking in charge and they don't know. What, they're not smart enough to think about it. I didn't realize you hated boomers so I, much. I really do. And I hate it because they're people I love very much. They're my friends and family. And like, but that generation is, I truly believe, the sing like, prove me wrong, the single most destructive thing that has ever happened to the planet. Boomers. Boomers. Okay. They they have they have basically written the written civilization off in one generation. They fucked us in one generation. I've okay. I didn't realize that you had such strong feelings about who's your least favorite boomer? Uh, my least favorite boomer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, currently, probably the last president. Donald Trump n- n- anti is number one boom hated boomer. I mean, for you know, that's yeah, yeah. probably like if we're gonna pick a uh but, but, is but Putin, I don't is think Putin I, a boomer? No, because he didn't he wasn't born in this country. Wait, so you're saying boomers are only Americans? Yeah. So you think Americans have ruined the whole world? Yeah. I don't think you can say the that. The baby boomer generation and what they, everything was, we talked about it yesterday. Everything was disposable. Everything was for today. You don't give a shit about tomorrow. Burn, burn, burn. But you're saying that like that people that of similar ages in Australia had nothing to do with the destruction of society. They followed, mind. but the lead was here. Oh my God! I, 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 so I mean, do you disagree? The lead was here. The, this country leads everything. We were in charge. I mean, I guess we were at the time. Yeah. Now I don't know. And and so so everything that that generation did was bad for tomorrow. All right. Well, I mean, sure. Okay. I just never knew that you hated older Americans so much. It's pretty funny that you have been walking. Like I, I don't know if I've heard you actually say I hate all boomers. I don't like. I don't hate them personally. But like I hate what that generation did, and I hate the mindset that they have that, that everything is disposable and don't care about tomorrow. All right. So as we close up the show, do you want everyone to go out and murder a boomer this week? No. Okay. I was just checking. Anyway, no. And- just just convince them to be a little more environmental and nice to people that aren't like them. Yeah. Good luck. Any thoughts before we get out of here? That's it. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Bye.